0: Hello, 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 I had just another endless night of no sleep, and I have found something that has, it's just, uh, it's just kind of disappointing for you guys, you may be thinking, damn, you've been under a rock for a while, and I'm talking about backwards compatibility of my consoles, yes, of my freaking consoles, man. So, I just bought, like, the Xbox One X, and I'm thinking, okay, so I've got my Xbox Live all lined up, and then pay for my year's description of it, and, um, so I'm kind of digging it, right? So, I go in there, and one of of my all-time favorite games, being a night owl, I used to play was uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, which is solely for the other system, PlayStation... But anyway, so they've got this cool download called the, uh, it's like a Castlevania, like a, uh, uh, like a Greatest Hits, whatever. So I'm, I'm looking through the list of my, some of my favorite games on there and I see Dracula X and I'm like, oh shit, this is straight up out of Japan. I'm like, I'm down with this, right? So, and, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, if you're, if you're a big fan of Symphony of Night, you would definitely be a big fan of Dracula X because uh, the similar gameplay in look is about similar, but just different storyline and a different set of circumstances. So, I'm sitting there, and I'm having this major, like, like deja vu all over again. Of, like, many, many, many of apparel knights just staying up with my PlayStation 1. And I am so, like, into this game. Have you ever been involved in a video game where you've been obsessed with? Now, for me, it's always been... Super Metroid was the very first one I was obsessed with. I spent countless nights. I mean, I can just remember the damn the, the cartridge being so warm because I would just... I mean, of course, I can't sleep, but I can just play video games. So, the many countless wars with Super Metroid, obviously. And, of course, the thing about it is, is back then, it's not like <clears throat> the way it is now where you have the access of the Internet. And you're able to look up uh, different things that maybe back then you didn't have the option unless you had a freaking magazine. <coughs> but anyway, so the, the 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 thing about the challenging of of of, of some of my favorite games like Superman Metroid and Castlevania Season Night definitely left me with a challenge of unparalleled but miss ill-fated. Like I just want to kill this motherfucker so bad. You know what I mean? And then finally when I get there, there's this, you know, promo that has to kick in five minutes and then there you go, know, you're going to kick his ass. I to find out that the the whirling cross of spell nama is really gonna whoop up on him. And I'm just like this plan. and I know Dracula X is far, far, far different from Castlevania City tonight, but I'm I'm getting off the course here. So one of the things that I found that's really funny about the, the newer consoles now, and I think people, are, even myself, was caught in this whole Jesus, am I going to get backwards compatibility or what? Well, the answer is yes and no. The reason why backwards compatibility has come to somewhat of an all time halt is because. <laughs> and I think a lot of this has to do with the fact of of days go by where and, and two theories of this is relatively been discussed. One is that folks are buying the new console with the exception of bringing their older games over which means they're not spending more games on newer games which I think that idea is kind of a fluke. The second reason for that is because they want to further generate further ahead in the technology and move forward some of the newer games and and accolades that are going on right now <clears throat> now, does that mean that you know it's a bad thing for you know you know not to have backwards compatibility? No, but I kind of like it because any person that shares this this certain library of games, whether it's from the original xbox to three sixty to you know the xbox one or if you're going all the way back to p s one p s two p s three whatever. It's, it's just a dial-in of what, you know, a perception, especially when you're a kid and you're growing up and you're coming up to the timeline of gaming, and there's like one game that sticks out amongst all of them. Rather, it's a game that you actually beat for the first time, and it just kind of just carries with you. You know what I mean? And every gamer goes through that. They have this certain game that they they, they first beat, and it's a game that they cherish and carry with them for the rest of their lives. All, we, do, we all have this motherfucker. You know what I mean? But... <clears throat> With the exception of that, I believe the golden rule is this. Nintendo has always been very, 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 very awesome about doing one thing, one thing only. If you go to what they call the eShop, which I think now on the Switch, it's like uh, Nintendo's like, eStore. You can actually go in and get like uh, classic Super Nintendo NES games. That you can actually download just via memory of your system. Which brings up... Uh, the the criteria of of having backwards compatibility and or downloading the further games is the key word here is two words terabyte most consoles now if you're going to get a console if if you're going to go all the way and you're going to be able to be able to have the most download compatibility the best thing to do is go all two it's basically go two terabyte i mean this You're going to have to have a strong, large, massive memory here, which, by the way, most people get kind of frustrated with because they just see the system go, Ooh, ooh, I want it. And then when they get it home and then they start looking at, Ooh, they start getting this game, they upload it, they get this game uploaded. all of a sudden their memory's falling. It's like, wait a minute, what do I do now? Well, now you're stuck with this system that has minimum memory. What do you do? Well, then it comes to option two is you have to have additional memory. Again, cost efficiency comes to where you spin up major on the long stretch. So, basically, I'll give you an example. Alright. The PlayStation, I believe it's the PlayStation 4 Pro. I could be wrong here. It comes with 2 terabyte. Why is it expensive? Because the memory expansion. i give you another example of what makes iPhone so expensive is, if you think about it, any iPhone that you buy, it doesn't matter if it's a 5C, a 5S, or a 6, 7, 8, 9, or 10, or whatever, the lower the memory you get, the cheaper the phone is. The higher the memory is, the more expensive it's going to be, and I'll tell you why, because you're having to buy internal built-in memory. People says, well, it's just memory. What costs us so much money to have built-in memory? Well, if you think about it, it's almost like buying a computer, which your iPhone and iPad acts like a computer. It basically is a computer, but it's just in phone or iPad or iPod in motion. It's just the way of the world. And if you're going to go all the way in anything, whether it be an iPhone, an iPad or iPod or a PlayStation or an Xbox or anything of that sort of any type, especially if you're a PC gamer. And I've been a big PC gamer now for about two years now, and I've really just started liking the idea of playing Minecraft <coughs> on the computer. Um, but bigger is always better. Now, some people make that, that 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 logical, but this mistaken mistake because they automatically see what they want and they get it, but it's not what they need. So you have to be able to distinguish. Number one, as a gamer, you have to distinguish what you want and figure out what you need from it. You want a PlayStation 4, but what do you need from that PlayStation 4 to fulfill what you want, or what you need? And memory is key. Memory's always going to be key, no matter what. And as sleep-deprived as I am, I'll tell you a funny story. Last night I was playing Dracula X, and going up against the Momox, and kind of like this dreaded zombie, and they're bullshit, whatever. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like... I have double vision because I can't sleep. But in the case of this situation here, I found myself getting irritated myself because I was having double visions. So I end up dying and then have to come straight back to the beginning level all over again. I'm getting frustrated again. But the key here is this: it, <laughs> it, it. People, especially folks that I know, they are they're like, well, I don't know why I bought this thing, and and they criticize it for all the wrong reasons. So if you're going to buy a console, Go big. Obviously memory is key. You have to have lots of memory. The more games you're gonna buy, the more memory you're gonna have to have. Also, secondly, people automatically assume, oh damn, well, I can only afford but three months at a time, a month of a time of a subscription to online get playability. Again, go big is better because if you pay the one lump sum a year, you're gonna spend less than you are spending month after month or three months after three months after three months after three months. And when you do the math versus the month versus the three months versus the whole year, you're pretty much gonna be saving money in the long run. <coughs> of course, now, now keep in mind that this is a huge investment by any means of the stretch, but you wanna do it right the first time. So you wanna get the most memory and you wanna be able to get the Annual online gaming, and for whatever reason, and I don't know why. And and this was a mistake I made one time before. Is controllers obviously nowadays, when you buy a console, you're getting one controller. Most controllers now are coming with where it's wireless. Great, you don't have to deal with a bunch of wires getting tangled up and getting knotted up, and the controller's not working, so you got to wiggle it this way and wiggle it that way to get it to work, right? Well. There's the easy subliminal to that is just have go wireless. A lot of them have these where you have to charge it up. The key here is that most people should do buy knockoff control because it's cheaper in the long stretch. But let me tell you something. Cheaper is not always better. And I've learned this for a reason because especially with wireless controllers, for whatever reason, throughout the space-time continuum of the sleep-deprived moments of playing, I have found out that three things go wrong with knockoffs. And reason number one is the buttons. Something always breaks, gets jammed up, or sticks, and it doesn't work the same. And again, as a diehard gamer, you're clicking in buttons and you're hitting that D-pad like it's going out of style. And these joysticks, you're getting them hell anyway, especially if you're playing some kind of a... I'll give you an example, where you're playing Call of Duty, or you're playing some kind of a race game, or you're playing an RPG. Again, key crucial here is a good controller with get solid buttons. Not to say the brand names are any better, but they are made better than the cheap version and option number two would be, there is the almighty disconnect. I had a controller <clears throat> that I bought when I had my PlayStation 3, the wireless one, it was like a, I don't know, I think it was like 30 bucks <clears throat> and it felt right. I liked the way it felt, but the only problem with it is, it had, you know, throughout, I say within five months and I had a controller, I kept having of it just disconnecting and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? the problem with the controller is is all about link and it was a link problem within the controller when it come to sync up to it and it was really aggravating. so that controller became smash wall which means it broke into a million pieces so that was fixed and then done so and the third thing the most important thing of all is when it comes to charting I don't know how many people and I'm not gonna bring it to brand. I'm not gonna bring it to brand because I don't wanna just you know, just rip into this particular brand, but they're they're very cheap. It's a very cheap knockoff. It's understandable for someone who's getting started. But the problem with these controllers is the charge time is almost like impeccable over time. It just begins to go through the charge like immensely. And I know that when you play with a wireless controller, yes, the longer you play, the faster it's gonna burn the you're going to have to keep it on charge. It blinks, boom, you got to charge the thing up. But the problem with these were controllers were, it's like it was losing charge within the first two hours. Like, really, really bad. And mind you, this is not so much in coming to the gameplay because a lot of times I'm having to, you know, pause and load up on nachos and cheese and drink and everything else. And I sit down in my glorious video game chair where i got surround sound around in my freaking head. And I'm going to town on one of the most epic games I believe that I've ever played was Call of Duty I I love that game because it's there's an impeccable storyline that goes with Call of Duty and uh, Black Ops is my favorite and so it it was one of the first the uh, first person shooters that I really enjoy playing so to me it's it's, this I play it now and I'll probably play it forever but the thing about, uh, th- but with the cheap controllers, you want to make sure you're going with something that's good and brand name. So, I mean, so you're saying, well, damn, dude, we don't have like a million dollars laying around. I'm like, well, you don't have to buy it all at one time. You can buy it one piece at a time. But if you're going to get the best and you're going to go long-term with the best, I suggest you go with one system, one time purchase of most memory. Secondly, buy good quality controllers. And thirdly, but last but not least... If anything you buy, if you want to buy like an additional brand name charging unit, which can be pricely, I would recommend you buy one where it's a dual port where you can charge them both at the same time. That way, they're equally charged so you and your brother or your nagging little bitch-ass friend that keeps getting mad because you're whipping his ass on Tekken 7 can enjoy the gameplay as it would be. So... Those of you out there that spend utterly talking about backwards compatibility, folks, this is the end of the road. And there's always going to be an online catalog that you can always go through, and there's going to be endless games on there, so just relax. You may have to purchase it, but guess what? If you're a member, it passes on from one system to the other. Again, unless they decide to make the decision where you cannot bring those over here because they're changed aspects of it. Didn't get pissed off for now, just chill out, relax, keep playing, look on the online, hey, if you got a subscription for online play, they've obviously got a store there, shop around, you may see what you want, and you may like what you see, and again, um, it's just, I always cherish those memories, and hey, if you're a big Nintendo fan, they've got that mini Super Nintendo now, they've got the mini NES, and I'm sure they're gonna work on some, oh, by the way, FYI, I didn't know this, but they got a mini PlayStation. They fucked up QEE. They didn't put Castlevania at Night on it, which means it fucking sucks. But anyway, so, but that's my video game dilemma of this curry day. And uh, so, yeah, yeah, I'm buying a Switch. I'm on board now. I'm going to play Smash Bros, man. I'm going to get my downloadable characters and listen. I don't know if you're listening. Ganondorf, your ass is mine, pal. You're going down.